Hello and welcome to the Watertight Marketing Pod Blog with me, Bryony Thomas. Really simple concept. I've pulled out my most popular blog posts that are still relevant, useful and entertaining. And I'm reading them out here for those people who like to consume their content in audio rather than written style. So I shall simply read out my blog posts and you can listen to them here. If you want to find out more about me, you can go to watertightmarketing.com forward slash Bryony, which is spelled B-R-Y-O-N-Y. Right, let's get going with today's podlog. Getting marketing, sales and service to work together effectively is key to ensuring that customers have a consistent experience in their path to buying from you. To achieve this, a business needs what we call journey brain. That is the ability to see and support someone through their whole journey from initial awareness to loyalty and advocacy. One of the questions that comes up time and time again related to this is, what exactly is sales and what is marketing? And how do we get them to work together? So let's explore that. I have a bit of a long-standing debate in my mind and occasionally with others as to whether the word marketing is a bit of a problem for us. This is because my definition of marketing seems to be deeper and broader than a lot of the rest of the world including within our ideal clients. I talk about what I talk about and they say, yeah, but that's not marketing. Indeed, I had a chat with the sales director from one of our marketing transformation clients just this week where he fessed up that he'd been pretty cynical when his MD started spouting my buckets, funnels and filters and taps metaphor at him. On being gifted a copy of the book, he approached it with caution to find himself nodding vigorously at almost every page. But here's the thing, lots of what I call marketing, he calls sales. And further than that, lots of what I call marketing, their team sees customer service. Now, my mission is not to rebrand marketing nor update the prevalent business lexicon that has it defined as lead generation and coloring in. My mission is to stop businesses wasting time, money and energy on activities that won't work. It's to enable them to achieve world-class customer journeys, resulting in a healthy business in the long term. My definition of marketing is the process of supporting somebody through to a decision with which they remain happy. Academically speaking, and as it was taught in my Chartered Institute of Marketing diploma and my MBA, sales is a marketing technique to be employed within this process, just like PR, content, advertising, etc. Over in the real world, they're seen as two separate disciplines that have to work together. In this post, I'm going to draw out a few key areas of thought, and then I'll post on each of them separately in more detail. I'm going to look at the role of marketing, the role of sales, the strategic and tactical skills of each, the time horizons that marketing works to and sales work to, measuring and rewarding sales and marketing, which you should recruit first, collaboration and the importance of a common language, sales and marketing on the board, making marketing, sales and service work well together. Do also shout with any other questions you have. So let me just go through each of those and give you a little a little taster of what each of the further posts will be looking at. The role of marketing and the role of sales. 
In the most wasteful of definitions, marketing is seen as being responsible for lead generating, or what I call taps, sales for converting those leads into customers, funnels and filters, and service as being responsible for delivering what's been bought, the bucket. It's my preference to see the customer journey end to end and then coordinate those with the right skills to support each stage of that journey. And in my experience, people from marketing, sales and service have an essential contribution to make it every single stage. The tactical and strategic skills of each. I'm going to explore these in a separate post using two of the watertight marketing frameworks. The first takes a strategic perspective using the four flow foundations, which you'll find in chapter two and chapter 11 of the second edition of watertight marketing. These are the four foundations on which stable and healthy business growth can be delivered and each require input from everyone in a business. Then I'm going to use a tactical lens of the 13 touch point leaks, which you'll find in chapter two and part three of both the first and second edition of the book. Here is where the tools and techniques that a marketer can bring to the table are mapped to a customer journey. But these tools will only be effective when they are enthusiastically used by colleagues in sales and service. The time horizons of marketing and sales. This is where I think the real differences between the day-to-day -day activity of someone in sales or someone in marketing really starts to become evident. The time horizons to which they work are radically different. A marketer will typically be looking at least 12 months out, whereas a salesperson will be focused and paid by this quarter and this month's sales goals. It might be more useful to consider the baton passing from one to the other through time rather than through the stages in a customer journey. I'll explore that more when I post on it separately. Measuring and rewarding sales and marketing. Closely linked to the point above on time horizons is how you measure and reward your sales and marketing people because it impacts how they perform. Performance related pay and bonuses is the norm for a sales role, but it's not for marketing. This is precisely because of the long timelines and the difficulty in drawing a straight line between marketing activity and sales results. What this means is that marketing is often seen, particularly by finance, as an overhead rather than a revenue generator. I'm really looking forward to writing about how to measure and reward these and the direct impact that can have on results. Which should you recruit first, sales or marketing? In a growing business or an SME, it's very often the case that you need to choose between either recruiting someone with sales skills or someone with marketing skills. They very rarely come packaged in one person. So you have to decide with the budget you have for people which comes first. Here, I might be accused of betraying my peers because in almost all cases, I would start with a salesperson but I would do that in tandem with some strategic marketing counsel from a good consultant and with some investment across the team in understanding where marketing adds value. Getting everyone to read the Water Type Marketing book wouldn't be a bad place to start. I'd also probably retain a, a freelance marketer or a bit of agency support. To answer this question, I'm going to post separately about the stages in sales and marketing maturity and when to insource which skills. 
Collaboration and the importance of a common language. What makes or breaks the achievement of that seamless customer journey and the predictability that delivers a healthy bottom line in the long term is getting everyone in your business aligned and playing their part in the process. This is why I wrote the book. Watertight marketing as a book is definitely a useful checklist of what to do in interacting with the outside world. But its real power is as an internal communications and training tool. When you all speak watertight, you use the same words to mean the same things, know how and where you can add value, all understand what to do next and why. When you build systems and processes around the watertight marketing methodology, it all flows better. And that's the point. Common language allows you to collaborate and work well together. Sales and marketing on the board. I recently asked a question on LinkedIn as to whether somebody, which disciplines should have a seat on the board. The poll results indicated that 96% of people thought that marketing as a discipline should have a seat at the boardroom table and 87% of people thinking that sales should. With this being the case, in a smaller business, it's very likely that this is going to come in the form of one person. And so the question becomes, what's the lead discipline? Not going to surprise you to hear that I think the lead discipline is marketing, but a marketer with a very keen sense of sales. But there's a problem here, because when you look at the recruitment journey, I've said recruit sales first, which means that because sales have usually been recruited first, which I agree with, they've almost always already bagged the seat at the boardroom table. What this means is there's often nobody on the board that considers themselves a marketer through and through. With this being the case, I would advise retaining a strategic sounding board or a non-executive director with these skills and investing in marketing training for the whole board, which is what we do, by the way. Marketing, sales and service working well together. The question often comes up as to how to achieve sales and marketing alignment. And observations are made about the disharmony and the dysfunctional interplay between these teams. What a growing business needs is a recipe for making all of this work together, which starts by also extending to service. Now, obviously, there are also interfaces with tech, HR, finance, etc. But marketing, sales and service between them are responsible for the customer journey. I'm really looking forward to penning a post with a bit of a sequence checklist for you in making all of this work, which is what we do in our marketing transformation programs. So that's what I'm going to be covering in a few future posts on the topic of sales, marketing and service alignment. If you have other questions, do let me know and I will put them on the list to put some brain power to. Do subscribe to the podcast to be alerted when these new posts are available. I'm really looking forward to digging into it. It's a big old question. Thank you for listening to today's pod blog. Hope you found it really useful and interesting. I look forward to your comments and your questions. I love uh, reading them and answering them. If you want to find out more about Watertight Marketing, your best place to go is the Watertight Marketing book. Go to watertightmarketing.com forward slash book. You will find out all about it. Enjoy.